Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 83 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of November 9th, 2021. On today's episode, DVC membership cards are going the way of paper fast pass. <laughs> Web Slingers is moving to a standard standby queue. Discounts are out for early 2022. And on our main segment, we debut Armchair Imagineering. This is the Circus 71 podcast. All right, Donna, and we are on to the news. First story this week in housekeeping. The plastic separating guests and skipper have been removed from the Jungle Cruise boats at the Magic Kingdom. So previously there were um, just a plastic screen, really, um, that divided the guests and the cast members. Um, but they have been um, removed you know, at this point in time. There are still... Two small dividers at the front of the boat um, on either side of the skipper um, from the guests. But uh, nevertheless, that big plastic shield um, is gone. And that thing was ugly because you couldn't see anything through that. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that either. I had the chance to go on Jungle Cruise probably just once or twice since they put those up. And I just... It, it was ugly, and you saw like the the skippers going under them to pass water bottles or to change off shifts, and it def- definitely took a little bit away. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and it just uh, it I, it would have been better if it was actually clear. It looked like a dirty shower curtain to me. So, <laughs> um, glad that that's in their outdoor, um, you know, cast members. So you know, face masks are optional there, and and you know have the uh, the vaccination requirement so i'm glad to see that gone i just wish they would fix those speakers because it never works right when i'm on there the last time we were on that attraction we actually really really had trouble hearing the skipper we could hear parts of what he was saying not all and i don't, I don't know if it was a more soft-spoken cast member or what the deal was but it was tough yeah i agree so, and I know Aiden's going to want to do that, especially given that it is now the Jingle Cruise. <laughs> All right. Next up is a story that's a little bit more um... chilly. What? Oh, I added one. You may not have seen it. Correct. I didn't. Would you like me to do that instead? Thanks for telling me. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you saw it. Go ahead. I'll do the okay, next well, one. Okay. <laughs> well, give me a second. I'll, I can load it. I mean, yeah. So what Jamie was trying to uh, get in there is that uh, Blizzard Beachwater Park will be closing for the fourth consecutive day due to cold weather. You know it's a slow weather, excuse me, slow news week when Jamie puts in something about the weather here in Orlando. Well, I had to put it in since you were complaining that it was 60 something. So Dude, I thought cold. you would you would want to do this uh, this news story. So we had friends in town and the kids desperately wanted to swim in our pool because they're used to swimming in our pool, you know, when it's actually warm. So I guess it was, Andrew, it was Thursday? It was Thursday. As soon as we woke up, we threw on the pool heater because we we're like, we got to try to get this, this temp up because I think the water was like 81. We got it up to like 87 before they got in in the afternoon. So Andrew, Anthony, and my girlfriend's two older kids were probably in for about an hour and a half to two hours and they didn't freeze. And I think the outdoor temperature was only about 78 that day. Since then, it has been like frigid and the water temperature today was a, a nice balmy 71 degrees. What are, I, I used to actually know this, the... Disney pools heated to is it 81 is that right 
I think it's 83. And the it's, reason okay. that I, the reason that I have any knowledge about that, to be honest, is because when we first got our pool, Andrew and I looked it up and we were like, oh, that's, you know, as long as we can get our weather, our water to 83. If the water is not like 88 degrees, I'm freezing. Okay. So it's, it's for some reason, even when I said, um, uh, 81 or whatever I said, I, I actually thought that was high. For some reason, I thought it was like 78, but now no. it's, okay, it's definitely warmer than I gotcha. Yeah. Good. Well, hopefully it'll uh, open. And uh, just to not date it too much as we're recording this, it is Sunday night. So um, Blizzard Beach has been closed since the 5th, Friday the 5th. Which makes sense. Friday, it rained all day here. We were, um, you know, like listening to the, the weather or whatever. And they said in Nova- in the month of November, you usually get about one inch of rain here. And this is, again, riveting for all of our listeners. On Friday, I think it rained like two and a half inches. So it's just crazy to think about the amount of rain we got in one day. Oh, geez. Yeah, no. it, did not, it did not stop. And that tanked. The weather was only like a high of 60 on Saturday. And today it was a bit warmer, but this morning was frigid. Well, hopefully the slopes will open again soon. <laughs> reopen typhoon lagoon <laughs> next up on new our new story uh new stories disney vacation club retiring physical membership cards in 2022 so um for what they are called direct members members having uh, a certain number of points directly from uh disney vacation development right donna dvd mm-hmm. yes um they have a little blue cards um, that are given out to whether well, you have to show for discounts and, and get into um, oh moonlight magic when they had them. Hopefully they come back um, with those uh, blue cards will expire coming the end of this year, December 31st, 2021. And on January 1st, 2022 DVC members will be able to access their digital membership card in my Disney experience. I know there's going to be no issues with this whatsoever and it will work flawlessly. The biggest thing to me, James is, I mean, I guess they can argue that, Oh, if you've left your DVC card at home or you've lost it, like, Oh, you can have digital digital access. But for someone like my father, who is a Disney Vacation Club member, has been for many, 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 many years. He doesn't have a smartphone. He will never have a smartphone. This is obnoxious to me. There is no reason they should not still send that little piece of plastic that costs them two cents. I agree. No, I mean, I totally, I, I, I don't have a disagreement. I, I think a better stopgap is use the magic bands. Yeah. To, like, you... You know, for AP purposes, you know I'm a direct DVC member when I tap into the tap styles and it lights up purple or whatever it does and says "Welcome home." Like, just just let me use my magic band as a as a, a validation. It gets me into the park. It's just that's insane to me. But we're gonna bury it under seventy five different screens that you have to go through in that app. Yeah. Well. Again, they're going to save the stamp and they're going to save about two cents per membership. Good job, Disney. Speaking of which, do you think they go that way with the AP cards as well? Absolutely. Because that has not been announced for It will be. Yeah. Speaking oh, another speaking of which, um, have you gotten the new 50th ones? We all have the Mickey one and then Anthony has a dory and nemo one because he lost the magic band a couple weeks ago at epcot 
Oh, okay. Yeah, they actually told us when Val and I renewed in August to ask when our next trip was, and we said December. And the guy said, come back and get some new cards. The 50th ones should be in by then, which I actually thought was nice of him to say. And you can get, just like you can hoard magic bands, as we both have, you can hoard those plastic cards, too. Oh, that I actually didn't know. Never really thought to do it because they were all the same design, but. Right, exactly. All right, go ahead, Donna. Next up is a story that, I mean, it's not that the story is most interesting. It's that Disney did this is most interesting. So Walt Disney World is offering discounted hotel rooms to annual pass holders and Florida residents for early 2022. Florida residents can save between 10 and 20% on rooms for stays most nights from January 2nd through March 10th, 2022. So, of course, that's going to be based on which resort folks are staying at. You know, deluxe resorts and villas will be the 20% savings. Um, some some uh, some of those fall under the 15% savings. Um, the all-star resorts that are open, the, the moderate resorts that are open uh, are, you know, mostly those, the 15% range. And then the interesting part is there's, there's a couple of deluxe resorts that are typically at the higher percentage off that are only at the 10% um, discount range, which I thought was kind of interesting. But in any case, the, the biggest piece here, James, that is just infuriating to me is there is no availability. I have yeah. looked for so many guests, especially it's for the month of February, anywhere around the Princess Race Weekend or um, President's Day, anything in there. It has been an absolute nightmare to get reservations for clients. And then anyone who's reading, oh, Disney has discounts. Donna, are you going to apply these discounts for me? I'm like, guys, first of all, annual pass holder, Florida resident, but you know, all these clickbait sites are making people think that, oh, it's going to be for everybody now. Next, it's going to be for Disney Visa card holders. Then it'll be for general public. There has been no announcement to that. Has that been the case in the past? Sure, that has happened, but it does not always happen. And they don't need to. I, I, I'm, I'm totally shocked that Disney brought out this discount. I, I just, I don't think they needed to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, we've always talked about this with the dining plan too. It's it's a promotional discount. It, it's not you know Disney already has the money. They don't they're they're not looking to discount you. They're looking to entice people that aren't there um, yet. So it, it's promotional. Obviously, if Donna and I have anybody that applies and and qualifies for it, and there's availability, we certainly book it. But it, it's not as cut and dry. Um, as people may seem. And uh, Donna, I did have one other question for you. Did you not like stories four and five on the list? You're the one who added an extra story. So when I opened the tabs, I opened in a weird order. So therefore, <laughs> I'm going to do your story four as story six. Move right along. With All right. All right. So I'm doing web slingers. Yeah. Yes. You, right. Again, you're the one who must have this order, and I had to reopen that. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure in Avengers Campus out in Disney California Adventure, is moving to a standard standby queue system, um, and this started uh, November the 4th, um, last Thursday. Previously, it was using the boarding group system that was previously used by... Um, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance um, and is currently um, at Epcot Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Um, But it's gone. Not using it anymore. So traditional standby um, queue, which is kind of interesting because recently um, Rise of the Resistance at 
Hollywood Studios also went to standby and um, individual Lightning Lane purchase um, as well. So kind of interesting. And from what I've heard, wait times for it have not been astronomical. Um, So it looks like it's almost not needed, but it will roll out, so to speak, um, as needed. Like if the standby queue just gets too long and too filled, then it will go to a virtual queue um, to experience it. But for right now, back to traditional standby. Yeah, and this one was really interesting to me simply because of the piece that you mentioned that right now at Walt Disney World, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is both virtual queue and the individual lightning lane piece. Kind of, I don't say forcing, but yes, forcing someone's hand if they don't get that virtual boarding group this is the only way that you can experience Remy's Ratatouille Adventure right now right I've even you know told some clients who have not chosen Epcot as their you know park pass reservation for the day like hey you're not going to be able to do Remy unless you opt to the individual lightning lane and I've had two different families so far in those discussions say yeah well I guess we'll just end up paying for it because we don't think we would do just genie plus at epcot so we'll just pay individual lightning lane for that and not have to worry about you know the boarding groups and every other thing yeah no i I agree it's interesting and it's almost moving and and we had heard previously and i think even talked about it on the show how you know before even genie plus was talked about and you know that disney was going to have fast pass and and like a paid fast pass plus and a standby pass and that's kind of what this virtual queue seems like it's being uh morphed into where at some point disney's going to cut off the line and okay now we're a virtual queue and we're going to tell you a time that you can come back and get into the standby queue so it's it's very different from because i think when people think of uh virtual queue they think it's almost like a, a fast pass. Like there's a significantly less pe- amount of people in line. And it, I mean, they could call it a standby pass. It's really the same thing. <laughs> this is your pass to enter the standby line now is, is really what it kind of boils down to. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that at all. So go ahead, Donna. Why don't you uh, wrap it up? All right. So this last story, I have to tell you, I geeked out a little bit. I think I've talked about this on the show, you know, and I'm pretty sure I did talk about the, the horrific wait that it was to, to book this for clients and also for us. Uh, we are booked to cruise on Disney's new vessel, the Disney Wish, September 30th, 2022. It's going to be a sixth birthday present to my little monster, and I really hope he likes it. This is not cheap. <laughs> so we will be on a three-night cruise out of Port Canaveral. Um and they have been dropping just bits and pieces of information about this vessel, about the Disney Wish. It is definitely going to bring an already elevated cruise experience to an even crazier level. Uh, so Disney Cruise Line just announced the Incredi Games game show experience. Um, for, for those that uh, are trying to picture what this might look like, it looks almost like, you know, when you would go to a carnival or someone's um, backyard party, the, the crazy big blow up slides and 
tunnels and and games like that is is kind of what I'm picturing uh, it to be. Um, so Disney's announcement says it's no secret that the Disney Wish is going to be incredible. Our newest ship, debuting in summer 2022, will be jam packed with activities and features brand new to Disney Cruise Line. And today we're revealing the latest details about yet another first of its kind experience. You may recall us teasing some pretty school. Pretty cool new programming in Hero Zone, a futuristic sports arena where our guests will experience a brand new kind of active family play. Now, I'm excited to share a first look at the super-powered family competition being developed exclusively for this space. Introducing the Incredibles, inspired by the dynamic characters of Pixar's The Incredibles, this highly interactive, imaginatively produced game show will dare families to take an incredible obstacle course with over-the-top physical challenges themed to the powers of the Parr family heroes and their good friend Frozone. No capes required. So it just, it, it, this is like, first of all, I'm like the most competitive person on the face of the planet. So the idea of a family competition, I'm like, all right, come on, kid, you better step it up. Nice. <laughs> but I'm, I'm loving, like, you bust through a brick wall during Mr. Incredible's power punch. Um, Jack-Jack's whack-a-rack, um, against Rocky and his raccoon friends um, who were in Incredibles 2. The most flexible families um, in Elastigirl Stretch-O-Rama. Family Speedsters will be the front runners in Dash Ma- Dash's Mad Dash Mayhem. I mean, this is just it's so stinking cool to me because it's really taking the theming elements to that next level. Um, like having host of this game show and uh, gosh, I mean, this just looks like it's going to be so much stinking fun. The only big question I have is I'm wondering if it's going to be like, oh, the a lucky six families get picked for this and everyone else gets to watch or if it's something that, you know, everyone would have the chance to uh, compete in because it just looks so, so, so cool. It We actually did it and before you we started recording I actually asked Val because I couldn't remember the specific name of it but did it, it was almost like a 5K. It was called the Rock Race Ridiculous Obstacle Challenge. Um, very similar to the game show Wipeout. And that's really what this reminds me of. And but for kids, <laughs> but yeah, and, and theme to the Incredibles. I mean, sort of. I mean, it's not. You know, they have a lot of. Uh, you know, blue slides for Frozone is, is kind of the, the element of it. But I think this is ridiculously cool and a really kind of cool concept. Um, I, I love the. Uh, oh, not experimental. The um, interactivity. Uh, of this and and the competition element and and this is something that i think only disney could really do well in this family environment like it's a family competition it's not just for tweens it's not for teenagers like it's a family competition and I, i just think this is so cool and and super super stoked to see this in action I cannot believe, and this is not even necessarily something you have to hash out here on our show, but I cannot believe that you guys have not booked this. Like, it just blows my mind. I know you haven't cruised yet, but I cannot believe you have not booked The Wish. Yeah, at some point we will. It's, I don't know. I, I think I'd have to do a cruise first. I just never had the, I don't want to say desire, but, you know, that motivation to to do it. But yeah, You this... know we have three cruises booked for 2022, right? That I did not. Yeah, think about it, because we have one in January for my dad's birthday, Alaska in June, and The Wish in September, September to October. Oh, I didn't realize The Wish was just in until um, September. This uh, itinerary is going to Castaway? Yes. Gotcha. 
I'd love to see Castaway Key. I think that'd be beautiful. I don't know if he, and even uh, like coupled with this hero zone, they actually have a cool looking like basketball court and just, you know, you can play ping pong, air hockey, foosball, shuffleboard. Um, and I, I just think that's something different and, and just overall pretty cool. So um, something that, yeah, I, I would definitely like to do. But yet. Yeah. We'll do it at some point, whenever. So, all right, with that, let's take a quick break, Donna, before we debut our brand new segment, Armchair Imagineering. All right, and we are back. Donna, main segment this week, debuting a new segment, I guess we could say, Armchair Imagineering. You want to explain to our listeners what this all is all about? Sure. So this is an idea that came to Jamie and he was very, very pleased with himself. And it actually is kind of cool. So the idea here, and if this ends up being like a fun conversation, which we're hoping it will be, or if we get some positive feedback, this could definitely be something we could revisit or even something that we could throw out to you guys. Like, Hey, do you have an armchair imagineering idea that you want to share with us? Please send it our way. So the idea here is that Jamie and I each planned a single attraction based around a currently unused IP and an, an unused attraction we need to say ip we need to talk about where it would be placed what it would be and other details like that so if we were pitching this idea to the disney imagineers what would we say in order to make them want to run with this yeah and and where donna had that clarification about with the attraction is we didn't um want to take away um, an intellectual property because it was used for 25 seconds in a fireworks show. Like, right. You know, a currently non-existent um, intellectual property in, in terms of attraction. So things like Toy Story, um, you know, was out, uh, Little Mermaid, you know, things of that nature. Yep. All right. You want to start? Do you want me to? I want to just because I'm slightly worried that we're going to come up with the same movie because I think both of our both of our families enjoy this movie and that would be kind of funny but also kind of sad so <laughs> I want to go first so that my my uh proverbial sales not deflate it <laughs> I hope not because I only have one idea <laughs> <laughs> so how much do you want me to share with you like the the name that I came up with just a, a oh, an elevator speech of a name oh all right give me give me the intellectual property first Moana Oh boy, we got a problem. Well, I, you know I'm not that surprised. Well, you know what? It, this could be fun. Maybe we should have coagulated a little bit. <laughs> um, but this could be fun in that you know we may have to have our listeners vote on who came up with the better attraction. Oh no, that's a lot of pressure. But <laughs> all right, fine, I'm in. All right, go ahead. This is going to be called Wayfinders. And it's a Moana-themed attraction. It is going to be a water attraction, but not in the way of, like, a soaker. So it's not like a um, like uh, Cali River Rapids type experience. It's going to be, my thought with this was pulling some technology from other attractions and then kind of 2.0-ing it. So one of the things that I thought would be really, really fun would be to have families design the sail pattern 
and shape and size and things like that the way you would for test track design your ride vehicle you're going to design the shape of your sail the, the pattern things like that and i want the tech built in each little ride vehicle boat thing to show what the family designed i want that like if they look up i want them to see it instead of on that little screen in front of you for two mm-hmm. seconds on test track okay so my whole idea was, you know, they would design it, they would uh, ride along, you know, the, the ocean and uh, find their way different places. And they could be helped by Moana's friends along the way. Hey, hey, would be there. Pua would be there. Um, some nice music throughout. And I was thinking it would be a, definitely a family friendly boat ride similar to like Navi River Journey. Oh, located at Epcot. Sorry, I should have added that. Oh, Epcot. Okay. Um in a pavilion or are you looking at one of the world nature types or we haven't thought that far out i mean you know my thoughts on the whole world nature world journey world world kiss my buttocks but yeah world nature works okay the Brazil well, you know pavilion, what? Andrew said. <laughs> well you know you know i was actually going to say that i mean you could easily probably tie that into a you know a polynesia you know, pavilion or, or something like that as well. If you wanted a, a full, um, you know, kind of expansion uh, pad and, and do a different country. Or even the, um, it could be next to adjacent to part of what they're still saying they might do for the Moana, like the, the walkthrough that they're doing. Okay. That could be almost part of the queue or a lead into the attraction or something like that. Oh, Hmm. It's funny that <laughs> does that disqualify Moana? <laughs> now that we just we both care so no, <laughs> no, because it does not exist. Okay, it's currently being built, so I guess we have a very, very technicality that we're getting by. <laughs> um, although I think there always there is actually an expansion pad too that could be used in between. Uh, the land and the living seas if you wanted to do like a full uh pavilion true yeah and and this could go this could just be something as simple as you know like navi river journey you know super uh slow moving or you could you could amp it up a little bit and have it um have the the vehicle react a little bit differently depending on how the, the family designed it the one piece that as not not going to come as a surprise to you or really any of our listeners based on what I shared before, I would not want it to be like a virtual reality type piece. They used to have an attraction at um, Disney quest rest in peace uh, that puts you on like a, a river boat and, you know, 360 experience of like going down the river and you know shooting like it was like a pirate thing i did it once i thought i was gonna barf and any other time that we went andrew did it and i stood outside and waited for him to come out so it would not be that kind of experience as much as i understand that that would definitely be reactive to what the family's doing it would not be a vr experience it would definitely be something family friendly not motion sickness inducing um but i really liked the idea of the the personalized nature designing your boat even if the only design aspect that would change would be what the the, like a projection on the sail or something like that Mm -hmm. um i got this idea partially from test track but partially believe it or not from crayola factory have you guys ever been to crayola factory in pennsylvania no we have not okay so there is a crayola factory here in orlando and it's actually a really really great place for littles you seriously should go james it's 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 definitely worth it um 
and teachers are getting free side note so you guys you and val would be free and just have to pay for aiden okay anyway moving right along there's a an experience where the kids can go and they grab a piece of paper and it's like a monster truck or a piece of paper that has a guy and a girl with like plain dresses they color on the the monster truck and it's a monster truck like image taken from a bunch of different angles the kids color with regular markers it's not like it's anything fancy then they put their finished design under like a, a scanner for lack of a better word the computer uh picks up on it there's a qr code on the sheet the computer picks up on the qr code picks up on what the kids drew and two minutes later they're projecting a moving image of what the kid drew so if if anthony wrote his name or if anthony had a star or a flower or whatever stripes rainbows whatever it's then on the screen so if crayola factory can do it right <laughs> i guarantee that disney could do something similar so that way the sale would look like what the family had designed i just thought it'd be something pretty cool to try no i agree so that that's my pitch you, you gonna beat me I don't know. I, I think so. Um, I'm going to take Moana in a slightly different direction. Um, I actually didn't. I mean, it's super creative to even come up with a name. Um, I, I mean, off off the cuff, I, I'd probably put in something about voyaging. You know, the voyage of Moana is probably something that they would put because that's about as creative name wise as we can get. Um, <laughs> but. I am going to put it at the Magic Kingdom. Okay. okay. Um, and part of this idea was actually discussed in terms of location previously um, and ultimately Tron won out. But I'm going to put it an, in an expansion pad um, in Adventureland. Okay. okay. So it's actually almost behind or you know adjacent to the Pirates of the Caribbean show building. So Which way? toward um splash or coming back towards like closer to uh, the monorail there's a huge plot of land and i'm actually i have an overhead map here that i'm looking at um that's outside of the berm okay or outside of the the railroad track where you could actually ha uh route um i'm trying you know that backstage gate if you are coming from uh like jungle cruise and walking past pirates, there's the back backstage gate on the left hand side. So I'm going to explain this whole idea before you even get it out because I am not shutting down the railroad for a day longer than it has to be shut down. Oh, you probably don't even. It, the, I mean, the rail. Well, I mean, when it's been down for four years, what's the difference? Um, but it it really should have minimal impact on on the railroad because you just you know, would route underneath it or shut it down for a period of time. And it wouldn't be a big deal. Um, but basically taking that bat, what is the backstage gate and, and building a pathway to get to this massive plot of land um, that basically the canal for the um, electrical water pageant is right next to. Okay. So that's where the attraction is going. Um, and I thought of two different, <coughs> excuse me, ideas so I, I don't know which one is going to win out i like one better than the other but i don't know if it fits as well so the idea that i don't necessarily like as much 
um, but may fit a little bit better is a volcano themed basically show building where it's a big giant volcano didn't disney pitch this or wasn't there a rumor about this coming and therefore this makes this the least original (laughs) idea you've ever spewed this is nonsense it was but hold on i'm gonna go to my better idea in a minute Uh uh-huh so but there's a reason my better idea may not oh bless me (laughs) um so i could do 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 a family themed roller coaster but Here's where I like the idea better because I, I think it was more um, supposed to be intense. And I think if they borrow the technology that's going in with Guardians of the Galaxy, or at least what we've been told, the storytelling coaster where they can spin the cars and stop the roller coaster and there are show scenes along the way, I think that's a pretty cool hybrid of roller coaster and you know spaceship earth type of you know omni mover roller coaster thing so a little bit more high thrills but not the intensity that i think may have been pitched with the volcano theme before my what i think is the better idea okay did you ever end up watching um pirates of the caribbean from shanghai like i told you to no. Okay, of course not. <laughs> so I listen as well as our children do. Yeah. So that um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean okay, has an entirely new boat ride technology where if you imagine the uh, fluidity and the movement of a trackless ride like a um, Rise of the Resistance, like a... Um, Oh God, the crap that replaced Runaway Railway. Ride. Runaway Railway. Um, I mean, that awesome attraction that replaced Run- uh, Great Movie Ride. It has that fluidity and movement, but it's in water. Okay, so it's actually a boat ride. Um, and I think that technology coupled with Moana, and basically, I mean, you could really do a retelling um of the story of moana because it's phenomenal and there's so such great music most you know most of it produced by lin-manuel miranda um from hamilton and all the other plays that he's written and things like that um i think it's so good you know you have an awesome maui animatronic and um i mean you could do cool projection mapping and limit the amount of screens um, but have that movement. That's Andrew in. goes Disco Maui, Disco Maui. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but I think having um, that boat ride technology would really enhance that attraction. My only hesitation with that idea is it is literally adjacent to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. It is the only hesitation and problem I have with that. I mean, Moana and, and boats and water just go so well together. Um, and I think it also really fits well in Adventureland. Um, I, I just don't know if I'd want to put it next to Pirate. So that was kind of my hesitation. Yeah, 
it definitely works. I'm, I'm partial to my my wayfinders, but you know, I, I definitely think that uh, both of those ideas work. The first one's a total rip off of Disney, so you're not even allowed to claim that one. <laughs> well, that was the rumor, but I I, I like. I like having, I mean, because I don't like the Tron show building, because let's be honest, it's no. a square box, just like Guardians of the Galaxy. And with where I'm pro, uh, not projecting, where I'm um, proposing, proposing that's the word, thank you, where I'm proposing this goes, you can't have some big giant box there. That would look utterly atrocious looking at Magic Kingdom. Um, because it's, it's so, and, and I I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I don't think Chapek is dumb enough to put a big giant box that people look at from the grand. They can see it from the contemporary. You look at it from Polynesian. It would be too distracting where I think they would actually need some sort of anchor like a Space Mountain show, uh, show building on the other, the western side of Magic Kingdom. No, I can see that. And in truth, the volcano idea that was not yours, but that you <laughs> morphed into somehow trying to be yours, it was would, a would fit. And for folks who might not know, Splash Mountain, the 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 building, the 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 facade, if you will, the part of the, the attraction that you see is only a very small part of it. There's a gigantic building behind that. So to your point, Jamie, they would just need something, i.e. that volcano look in the front so that they could tuck the shell building in behind it. I, I actually, I think you would need a little bit more. It would almost have to go three quarters around the building because of the view from World Showcase Lagoon. They don't have that issue with Splash. Because it's further up. Okay. Yeah, because nobody nobody can see the backside of Splash. Um, so I, I that's where it's, you know, I, I don't think it necessarily has to be around like like Space Mountain is. I think that would be awesome. I don't think they'll do it. But, um, you know, the facade is going to have to be grander. Um, so it's not in plain view of like Polly and I mean, Grand Floridian, you'd literally be staring at that thing. Yeah, fair. So that would be my only thing. And they'd really also have to do site test if they're going to do a volcano, specifically from the Grand. Because if people are paying for theme park view and they can't see the castle because of the volcano, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, no kidding. So I don't know. But let me ask you this. With your idea with basically, let's call it a Navi River Journey clone, is that different uh, oh never mind you're going in epcot <laughs> i mm -hmm. forgot i was i was thinking it was going to be adjacent to um to pirates yeah that, that's not a bad spot for it either you know especially if you can pull off some type of french polynesia um you know world showcase i don't think there's enough space to do that idea where the journey of water is going to be it would have to be like a and a, a new pavilion somewhere. a different plot yeah yeah the plot so could go. how are we going to do this should we solicit like votes like because now that you now that i mean if it had not a well let's be serious you probably still would compete it regardless of if they were both were not moana ideas but now they are both now holy mother of pearl why don't you speak jamie <laughs> i don't know what you were trying to say there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, if, I'm as confused right now as your our listeners. So <laughs> why don't you take a minute? Okay, to so let me try that again. I'm too excited. So I just, I'm, I guess, I'm curious what our listeners think, and you know what the the winner will get for getting the most votes on this one because there has to be a competition because we both picked Moana. And this will be the last time that I tell you about any sort of rumors upcoming, so I could just pass them off as my own. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think the problem is, you know, if we can take a step back for a minute from from our individual ideas or ones that have been ripped off, um, <laughs> Moana, I think, is such an amazing character, such an amazing movie. Um, I, I mean, Peyton has a, a dress that my mom bought her that like she has to bring with her to bed to sleep with. Um, I, I mean the, the movie, the songs, it's just so well done. The, the visuals are beautiful and stunning and would go so well towards an attraction. I think the only thing that um, limits, I guess, is I think it should for me personally. I would love to see it on that Adventureland expansion pad, and I don't think you could do a slow moving, uh, dark boat ride. I think you need some other type um, of ride system there. Yeah, I can't argue that. I wonder if it could almost be. And again, we're now we're like you know merging ideas too. My idea with the projection mapping on the the um, God help Sail. me thank you as i'm doing the hand motion and a ride vehicle more similar to like uh peter pan's flight okay because then that that solves the water related issue or they you know they can still be flying over water or something i don't know yeah the only problem with that is the boat doesn't sail and i don't know if they'd want to do the same that same ride mechanism and ride vehicle. Well, once again, you're talking about Epcot. I'm talking about Magic Kingdom. Well, no, I know. That's why I said I was trying to merge the two ideas because you can't put a slow-moving boat ride right next to Pirates. You are right. No, it, it just wouldn't. Well, I... then again, if you want to get super technical, other than being outdoors, what's Jungle Cruise? Yeah. A slow-moving boat ride. You know, it's outdoors, yeah. which may, most of it is outdoors, but you would definitely need some type of different ride system because then you'd really be putting three boat rides next to each right. other. So I don't know. No, I, I, I love that music. I love, you know, the storyline. You know, it's just, it's definitely a very underplayed Disney movie. Um I, maybe if Frozen had not been so big, Moana might have been. I don't know. Let me ask you this. Just kicking around this idea and concept and thought. If Splash Mountain... I mean, let's throw thematics out the window. If Splash Mountain wasn't going to be rethemed to Princess and the Frog, allegedly, and they said it was going to be Moana, does that change your opinion on the overhaul? No. Not at all. You still hate it. I still... Okay. So let me be clear and honest. I like the movie Moana much more than I like the Princess and the Frog movie. I That's agree. just... It. I just... I didn't think the, the music was as good. Like, just period. End of discussion. 
But the fact that they're redoing a classic Disney attraction, one that Walt Disney, you know, helped design for, for Disneyland and, and saying that it's because of racist undertones, no matter what they replace it with, slap a bandaid on for it, I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah, I would agree. I think I think I would tolerate it better. If I mean, thematically, it, it makes no sense. Let's just <laughs> admit that from the start. I mean, not that Tiana and, and New Orleans really belongs in Frontierland either, but I, I, I think I'd be able to tolerate it better because I love that movie much more. Um, so it was just something as I was looking at the Magic Kingdom map that I thought about. But I, I really think the best spot for Moana is Adventureland. Really can't go anywhere in the studios that no. I think would make sense. Oh, Animation so, Courtyard, maybe. Yeah. And I don't know if Disney Junior is... I was going to say everything in animation courtyard was always 2d it wasn't cgi but a lot of the disney junior stuff is computer generated now yeah so i don't know yeah it would have to be one of those two places i just i would love you know and and it's funny that we both landed on the same ip but i moana is grossly underrepresented i think she's an awesome awesome character and it's a phenomenal movie well, and that that speaks to something too that we both picked the same movie. A hundred percent. Did you have any any other ideas that crossed your mind, or it was always Moana? When you first pitched this idea, that was the one that very quickly came to mind. I would also love, like, I love the music Entangled, but I couldn't. Like, I was thinking through, I'm like, I got nothing for like a Tangled attraction, but I do really like the music in that movie as well. It is very good. And they have the toilets there. I don't know if that's classified as an attraction. I guess it depends on how well you enjoy it. Andrew wants an air butt attraction. Take over <laughs> the NBA. Um, <laughs> NBA experience. Uh-huh. Oh, God. If that's, if that's how low we sink, we're, we're got some serious, serious problems. But yeah. <laughs> no, I think that was a good choice. Um, Man, I, if I had to pick one other without giving too much away for a potential future episode, I think the only thing offhand that I could come up with is maybe Zootopia. Because that doesn't have really. But I hate the idea of that in Animal Kingdom. I really, really do. I don't like that idea at all. Hmm. So, nevertheless, good discussion, good representation for Moana. Maybe, you know what, Donna? Maybe if we revisit this in the future, maybe we can come up with. A different Moana um, idea as well. Because Wayfinders wasn't good enough? I think both of the ideas were good. I mean, I, and I, you know, in all fairness, I love the, the roller coaster idea too, um, especially if it's a huge volcano. I think that would be an awesome visual for, for that Western side of the park. Because there's really, if you're looking from Polynesian and you look on that side of the park, you really don't see. A lot. I don't know if you can really. You might be able to make out splash, the, the very very top of it, but there's really no 
visual on that western side of the park like that anchors like a space mountain that you can see what is ashley's um married name last name Follette. okay uh miss mrs Follette, if you would like to uh tell jamie uh whose idea is better i'd greatly appreciate it because i know that you will give him the honest truth so that'll be super (laughs) all right sounds good you want to take us home then donna all right next week we'll be wishing a very very happy birthday to the beach club resort as well as to the mice apparently yes and big thunder mountain oh love it Lots so of that's the plan for next week we are going to be chatting about beach club resorts um some fun features there um restaurants that we love social fatties are us um should be a good conversation uh, as always we hope you have a great week and we will see you real soon